Hey there, and welcome to the Terrence Fisher Podcast. I want to talk about something that I think is really, really important for us as individuals to learn to do. And that is being yourself, really, truly being yourself, who you are. And this is really important because when we learn to do this, when we learn to really authentically be ourselves, we gain a whole new perspective on life. We find happiness a whole lot faster. We find joy in our lives. We let go a lot of the things that keep us mentally bound in our minds and we simply just live better lives altogether. So what does it really mean to be yourself? I mean, this is something that we hear all the time. We hear people say, you know, just be yourself, be who you are, all of that kind of stuff. But what does it really mean? Well, this is something that's really sort of hard to define because it means something different for each individual. And I think really that's the basis of being yourself, that each individual, that you as an individual can define who you are and who you want to be. And I think that if there were just a sort of single definition for being yourself, at least for me, the way I would define it is what you have decided and defined of your own free will and accord to think, be, do, and have for yourself. So what do I mean by that? Well, what happens is with all of us in our lives, we basically get inundated with these identities that we tend to take on that come from outside influences, you know, be it our parents, be it our siblings, our spouses or whomever. We take on different roles in different circumstances. So, you know, as a parent, you take on a certain role as a employee or an employer, you take on a certain role. And all of these things over time start to become identities or who we identify with being. And there are also social influences that give us these identities as well. I mean, anything from identifying with a certain football team to identifying which race you are a part of. And even from a psychological perspective, with our need to belong, our need for belonging, what we end up doing is sometimes taking on different identities and perspectives that fit with the group of people who we want to belong to or the crowd or the, you know, the class of people that we want to belong to or even the race of people we want to belong to. We take on certain identities to just fit into those things. And a lot of times those things are not truly who we are. Matter of fact, I would go as far as to say that in most cases, that's not who we are. And over time, all of these sort of identities or puzzle pieces that we've, you know, kind of taken on becomes like this huge puzzle in and of itself. And it becomes this story that we've told ourselves that this is who I am. This is who we are. This is how I'm supposed to be. This is my true nature. All of that kind of stuff. And again, these stories and influences tend to come from a whole lot of places. You know, our social environments, our religious circles, our churches, synagogues, mosques, all of that kind of stuff, our schools, our jobs, our workplaces, all of this kind of stuff. And these identities continuously and perpetually come at us and we take them on 
in order to, you know, either fit in or to just simply have something to identify with. Now, the problem is we never really take the time to check these identities and these influences that we take on. We simply just take them on and then we become so used to them that we start to just identify with them and they seem natural to us. And because these things have become a part of us for so long, we really do just think that, hey, this is who I am. This is who I was made to be. This is how I've always been. We don't even really remember a time where we used to be anything else. And I believe that it's when we check these things and we put the ones down that no longer fit with who we want to be, who we claim ourselves to be, when we let go of all of the stories, all of the identities, all of that kind of stuff that we've taken on from ourselves and that has kind of been placed on us from all of these different environments. When we do that, that's when we reveal who we truly are. And that's when we're being ourselves. So how do we begin to reveal our true selves and be who we really are and let go of all of these identities and perspectives that we've taken on from different environments? Well, first, I think it's important to have a realization that you can do this and that every day is a day for you to be able to define or redefine who you are and who you choose to be. You know, you really in this moment of right now can begin to change who you are, who you're deciding to be, who you're wanting to be. All of that kind of stuff can really be defined in this moment of right now. So maybe you have a particular identity or story that you've been telling yourself that's negative and you've been sort of reacting to that story and playing your part in that story. Something as simple as you being mean to other people or being a, a mean person in general or being a bitch or being an asshole, all of those kind of things. And you're realizing that those things aren't who you really are. Those are just stories and identities that you've taken on because in whatever context that you've been in, they've worked for you. But if that's no longer who you want to be or if you're realizing that that's not the person you want to be anymore or that it's not good for you to be then you do have this opportunity of right now to change who you are, to redefine, to start to redefine who you are and become something else tomorrow. So I really do think that the first step to doing this is, again, just the realization that you can, that you can start right now in this moment to redefine who you are, your nature and who you're choosing to be. Now, another way that you can start being yourself right now, today, or in this moment of right now is stop. And I'm really exclaiming this. Stop. Stop comparing yourself to other people and other things. I can't even begin to tell you how deadly comparison to other people is in the sense that we compare ourselves to other people and we use other people as a measure of who we think we're supposed to be. But we have to realize the only measure for ourselves is the one that we create for ourselves. It's not anything external or anyone external outside of our own mind and our own thoughts. We define who we are and it's not a measure by which, you know, our neighbors or our close friends or whomever, people on social media, people on TV, all of this kind of stuff, that's not the measure of defining who we are and who we're supposed to be. 
I think that this is one of the negative effects that social media has caused, because what happens with social media is basically all we see is the highlights of people's lives. I mean, nobody posts the bad stuff. Nobody has pictures of, you know, them, you know, falling down or doing something that they messed up doing or, you know, weird body shapes or things like that. Nobody's posting that kind of stuff on a large scale. What we tend to see is people's highlights. We we see people, you know, when they're getting the new cars, when they're buying the new houses, when they've lost, you know, 30 or 40 pounds and they have the banging body. We didn't see all of the years where, you know, they had to drive this car that didn't have, you know, AC or heat in it, or they were 40 or 50 pounds overweight and they were depressed and unhappy, or, you know, they were living on the street. We didn't see those type of things. So here we are in our everyday lives and we're comparing our everyday lives to people's highlight reels, to the good stuff about people's lives that they're posting. And this is the same thing that happens with stuff like reality TV. We see the, the Kardashians and people like that, the Real Housewives, all of these kind of people living these sort of luxurious lifestyles, you know, quote unquote luxurious lifestyles. But we see all of this kind of stuff and we compare ourselves to it. And it doesn't just go for like the simple physical stuff that you can see. A lot of it is psychological, too. When, you know, we see how reality TV stars and other people handle situations in their lives, they handle their relationships. Those things get inundated in our minds. And, you know, we think that that's how we're supposed to handle it. And that's how we're supposed to act in those given situations. And the important thing about this to know is that these things aren't things that we just, you know, consciously say, hey, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to start acting like that. I'm going to start comparing myself to, you know, this reality TV star or this social media person or whatever. It doesn't happen like that. It happens subtly over time. And your perspective, our perspective begins to change as a result of that kind of stuff. And then, you know, four or five years down the line, we've become those people. We've become that comparison of that dream or that picture of what we think we're supposed to be and who we think we're supposed to be. And I could really go on and on about how detrimental this is. But again, I think it's really, really important that we stop comparing ourselves to others and putting ourselves up against each other as you know, another person or another place or thing being that measure of who we are and what we're supposed to be. Now, another way I think that we can start to be ourselves and become our authentic selves is to simply let go of the past. I mean, stop fixating on things of old. You know, we have a lot of stories and a lot of things from the past that we tend to define ourselves as in our present. And we try to define things as how they should be or supposed to be in the present based off the past. You know, we have things like the old relationship that was a good relationship and it ended for whatever reason. And we're basing our present relationship or relationships off that past relationship and saying that it should be like this based off that. You know, we lived a certain type of way in the past. We thought a certain type of way in the past. And we think that those things will serve us here again in the present. Now, while it may be true that sometimes those things can serve us in the present, we have to be open and willing to let those things go so that we can grow. And conversely to all of the good stuff that we try to bring into the present from the past, we have a lot of negative things as well that we tend to try to hold on to that pigeonholes us to the past. 
And we really have to learn to forgive ourselves and forgive other people for things that are in the past because they no longer matter. The only reason that they matter is that you make them matter. So it is possible for them not to matter anymore. And this is extremely important in terms of becoming who you are and choosing to be who you want to be. Because if you don't do this, you're making it extremely difficult to redefine yourself and refresh who you are from day to day because you have this tendency to still hold on to things from the past that no longer serve you in the present. So let go of that picture of you as, you know, a 125 pound female with rock hard, solid abs and a Coke bottle figure and all of that kind of stuff. Let go of all of that stuff if that no longer serves you in the present. And also let go of all of the past mistakes that you made. Let go of all of the past mistakes other people have made that have affected you as well. If they no longer serve any purpose for you in the present, which I don't see any reason why they would, except as a sort of gauge as to say, I'm no longer here. And now I'm, you know, at this point in my life outside of that, I don't see how those things would serve you any in the present. So it behooves you to let those things go so that every day you can concentrate 100 percent on defining and becoming who you want to be in any given moment. And so being your authentic self, your true self and allowing yourself to define who you want to be in any given moment is extremely crucial to your happiness and realizing that you can define who you are that you no longer have to be pigeonholed to other people's ideas and thoughts and perspectives about who you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to have and all of those kind of things. Realizing that comparison to other people in terms of making them a measure to your success and who you choose to become or want to be is not something that's very beneficial. Letting go of past mistakes and past ideals that you try to bring into the present that no longer serve you doing all of these things i think will give you a fresh start and a fresh perspective on beginning to be yourself and attaining your true happiness